Hello friends, my name is Eric Cloward and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points, talk about how we can apply this in our daily lives. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Think Long. Everyone faces up more bravely to a thing for which he has long prepared himself. Sufferings even being withstood if they have been trained for in advance. Those who are unprepared, on the other hand, are panic-stricken by the most insignificant happenings. Seneca When you're in the midst of a challenge, it's really hard to think clearly. It's hard sometimes to remember that this moment is just this moment and it won't be forever. In this episode, I want to talk about how thinking longer term can help smooth out the day-to-day rough patches and help you stay more resilient. Short-term thinking makes people desperate, ungenerous, impulsive. Long-term thinking makes people calm, gracious, controlled. The Stoic Emperor. Now, what do I mean by short-term and long-term thinking? Well, short-term thinking is reactive. It takes very little work, and it often makes things worse. Short-term thinking is only focused on what you want at the moment. And this can lead to being impulsive, reactive, and having less of an ability to appreciate the consequences of your actions. Thinking short-term means that you don't have the patience to work through things and stick things out for the long haul. You'll take on short-term gains over long-term prosperity, and you're likely to give up easily because things don't progress as fast as you want. Long-term thinking, on the other hand, is responsive, thoughtful, and it takes practice. It also allows you to appreciate the intensity of the moment and do the best that you can while keeping the longer-term goal in sight. It helps you think through the consequences of your actions and allows you to act well on the short term. Big-picture thinking helps you make choices in the short term that will have a much better chance of serving you in your long-term interests. It also helps you to be more realistic about the progress you're making. Misfortune weighs most heavily on those who expect nothing but good fortune. Seneca When you think long-term, it gives you the opportunity to prepare for things that you otherwise may not have anticipated. This is what the Stoics call premeditatio malorum or to anticipate troubles. When you assume that everything will just work out as you expect, you're really doing yourself a disservice, and in many ways you're kind of going in blind. When you prepare for things that could go wrong, then you're going in with your eyes open and a willingness to work with what's there, and not just fold because things aren't as expected. When we think long-term, it also helps us to get started. We recognize that our goals are going to take some time And we can put our progress in perspective. We're willing to put in the work because we know that we're not going to get this done quickly. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. Seneca When we think long-term, we can keep our eyes open to opportunities that present themselves. We can put in the work so that we are ready for those opportunities. We can also put in the time to position ourselves so that we can be in the right time and the right place. If we're only thinking short-term, then we'll never build up the skills that we need to be ready. We'll miss the importance of taking on tasks that we may not like, but will bring opportunities our way. 
When we think long-term, we can also put the time into nurture relationships that can help us along the way. If we only think short-term, we only think about people in regards to how useful they are to us right now. And if they aren't useful in this moment, then they're discarded. Life is a storm that will test you unceasingly. Don't wait for calm waters that may not arrive. Derive purpose from resilience. Learn to sail the raging sea. The Stoic Emperor How often do we wait for the right time before we start something? Whether that's a new project, a new habit, or just getting back on track. There's never going to be a perfect time. Waiting for the stars to align is just another excuse to procrastinate and to practice short-term thinking. When we think long-term, we know that there's never going to be a perfect time just today. So we take a step in the right direction every single day, even if it's just a small one. We also need to look at why we're waiting to start something. It may be that the real reason we're waiting for the right moment is that deep down inside, we really just don't want to do it. And that's okay. We need to be honest with ourselves so that we don't feel guilty about procrastinating on something and we just own our own choices. Life is always going to be challenging and, and when we're honest with ourselves and the circumstances around us, then we don't waste time procrastinating and placing blame outside of ourselves. We own what we want and we do it or not. People are always looking for shortcuts. The only way to achieve greatness in life is to have patience, consistency, and discipline. David Goggins Learning to persevere is one of the most important lessons that anyone can learn. We often want the thing we want right now and have little patience for things that take longer than we think they should. I think that one of the worst things that can happen to people, to be honest, is that they succeed too quickly. Later, when things get hard... They don't have the skills to push through and keep going when things get challenging. A great example of this in literature is the story of Odysseus in the Odyssey. And what should have been just a trip of a few weeks ended up as a journey of several years. And while it certainly is a tale of adventure, it is also a story of perseverance and dealing with all kinds of obstacles along the way home. And with each challenge that he and his crew overcame, Odysseus learned and he grew. And because he had his eye on the prize... He was able to act well in the moment because he knew what his ultimate goal was, to make it home to his wife and family. In our daily lives, when we try to start something new, we will often think about how great it's going to be once we achieve our goal. We get so caught up in the outcome that we forget that it's the process that's really the most important. When we focus on enjoying the work and doing good work, especially when it's really hard, that's when we grow. And it's only when we take on scary and difficult tasks that we see what we're really made of. Learn to detach yourself from the chaos of the battlefield. Robert Greene Next, I want to talk about the idea of involved detachment. Now, while most of us will never engage in an actual battle, the commotion of everyday life can often feel like we're under siege. With the complexities of life that we have, it's really easy to get bogged down in everything that we need to get done. And when you think about it, our lives are more complex than those of our parents or grandparents. The amount of information that we have access to, the sheer number of options we have room to go shopping, even all the possibilities for jobs and relationships is pretty astounding. I mean, for example, when I sit down to work on music, I have access to sounds and instruments and tools that allow me to create symphonies. 
And while all this choice is amazing, it can be overwhelming. We can just get lost in the sea of optionality. And some may find it impossible to begin because of too many choices. Just as on the battlefield, learning to clear your mind and detach from the swirling emotions can help give you some clarity. So how does involved detachment allow us to think longer term? If you're able to be in the middle of a stressful or even a chaotic situation and stay calm and relaxed, you're able to respond to what's going around you rather than just reacting to everything and being pushed this way and that. It allows us to gain perspectives on what seems, impo- what seems so important at the moment. We can ask ourselves, is this really that important to my ultimate goal? Is it worth getting stressed out over? Is stressing out about this thing actually going to help? Now, a useful practice, though this is really challenging to do when you're in the midst of things, is to take a few moments, take a deep breath, and think about how you'll remember this in five or ten years' time. And ask yourself if the way that you're acting and the choices you're making are something you'll be proud of. If it is something pivotal and life-changing, then give it all your energy and your focus. And if not, then just manage it the best that you can, or maybe it's a situation that you just need to walk away from. But when we think long-term, we have that guiding star that helps us take a step back and decide if this is going to take us to our ultimate goal. And without that guiding star, making choices that benefit us in the long-term is really nearly impossible because you haven't put the time and energy into know what you want in the long-term. Long-term thinking is not an easy thing to do. We're conditioned in our world to get what we want when we want it. But learning to be patient puts us at an advantage over the crowd. When everyone else is focusing on short-term gains or the latest trends, then you're already thinking many steps ahead of them. When people treat relationships as transactional, we invest the time and energy into friendships to help support us on our mission. When you think long, you have a purpose which helps you to keep a clear perspective on every challenge. When you think long, you may not win every battle, but you'll win the war. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee, where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.